When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am Sal, your host. I'm here with your other host, Lizzie. Hello. And what are we here to talk about, Lizzie? The Mandalorian. Mando! I like when Grief Car goes like, Mando! And there's like 40 Mandos. <laughs> and I... then, yeah. Yeah, I, I I just like, I like his outfit. Mm-hmm. Fancy, very nice. Mm-hmm. Like his capes, his cape droid. Yeah, he's he's. I think it's a big upgrade. From... Yeah, he he continues. I wonder if they maybe they can get some. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're talking about the last two episodes of The Mandalorian. So we like, uh, had a little, uh, trip that so we didn't record last week. So we're gonna record double. Uh. But I got to see you, Lizzie. That was cool. Oh, Rebels Vegas. As it should be. It, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. We got to see Area 15. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was pretty fun. I feel like we needed more than like an hour and a half to run through it. Uh, But what we got to see was pretty cool. I also feel like action. Yeah, for sure. And there was like cool stuff outside, and like like, there's just a bunch of stuff to look at. Yeah, you could just like buy a drink and walk around. <laughs> like just like no matter where you are, whichever you can find the bar. Yeah, which but it does, you don't even have to like. There's bars that are along the whole way. Like even oh, if you're yeah. just hanging out in the casino, they have like three bars in there. And if you're like out on the street, you can just walk in a door and there's a bar. Yeah, there was. Yeah. It's like readily available. Yeah. All are very expensive. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. For a college kid, they look very pricey. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. You were at the wrong bars. I was seeing stuff outside that was like draft beers, three dollars or something. That's beer. Mm-hmm. Well, hey. You can you want something cheap, then you <laughs> <laughs> You want peasant swill? I had a Hershey's alcoholic drink, and it was just like Hershey's chocolate syrup with vodka, uh, raspberry liqueur or liqueur? Liqueur. And that was pretty much in milk or like heavy cream. Ew. So it was just, yeah, it was just a, a, a chocolate milk <clears throat> alcohol in it. All right. Well, I mean, for longtime listeners of the show who are screaming at their cars right now, uh, let it be known that Lizzie is 21 now and able to go places and has been to Vegas and drinking gross stuff. 
ordered. Sounds gross. You. <laughs> Sounds almost as bad as paying for Twitter. I uh, <laughs> I asked for like triple the amount of chocolate. Ew. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Good for you, I guess. Uh, I I won seventy dollars. Cool. What'd you buy? A drink with triple chocolate. I'm keeping money. Ah, okay. Pocketing it. Good. I mean, that's a that's almost a, a like, special edition of Jedi Survivor right there. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I won it, and I'm like, never again. Never, no more. That's it. First time. Nope. Mm-hmm. You went out <laughs> a winner. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, make sure you check us out at therogrebels.com. We got a Facebook page. Go like it. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Hive, the, at the Rogue Rebels, And we're on Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam. Uh, Star Wars Geek Girl. You guys had a panel at Celebration London. That was actually pretty cool. It was like Zoe and Matt Martin. Um, which is like really, really good time. So go check that out if you haven't. Because it is pretty cool um and i imagine you guys are going to be recording about finales soon yeah. as like uh, just as you traveled i believe your your, <laughs> your co-host also traveled yeah to celebration speaking of celebration the last time we recorded was before the whole thing was done so now that the final two seasons of celebration we can all take a breath of relief because I don't have to go yell at people because Bad Batch Season 3 was announced. Right. But it's also the final season. Right. Well, uh, can't win them all. But no, I mean, that's okay. It feels right. That that makes this sense This finale to me. felt right. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of things that feel right, why don't we talk about Mandalorians? Uh, no, but for that, of course, the biggest news to come out of Celebration, uh, in addition to like the phase three announcements of all the books and how they're spacing out uh, the books and comics and stuff in phase three, which sound really fun um, was hyperspace stories. Issue number nine by Michael Morisi, Cad Bane versus Quinlan Voss blasters versus blade showdown in hyperspace. I feel like anytime they give us now, like if they give us Quinlan stuff, they're like, it's gonna make Sal happy. Like, cause not to say that Quinlan is like a random Jedi, but like he kinda is. Like he was in like what, two episodes of Clone Wars? Yeah, like one and a in half. A Cause in the second episode that he's in, he's kind of a vision. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I feel like at this point it's like that you know who loves Quinlan Voss? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're saying this is like they did? They made this for me and Corey. It's like Corey loves like Cad Bane, and I like Quinlan. So Corey likes Cad Bane, but yeah, Corey I, loves Cad Bane. Baby. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, and it's super interesting because Michael Morisi, the author, what did I read? He did a he did a comic series. I want to say I don't want to misspeak, but I think it was the. Uh, it was a lot of the Star Wars adventures, but specifically, I remember him from the, What's the name? Michael Morisi. It's on the cover of that comic, but it, uh, it's 
like the the flight of the falcon i think um issues specifically that was like all about like it was following the uh close very close to solo so it was like different adventures at different times of the falcons like whereabouts so you could sort of select some of them were like closer when han had the falcon some of them was like lando and then it was like further in the timeline and like bazine natal is trying to track it down and she finds hondo because at that time hondo has it um and it was like really really cool stuff really funny stuff and uh, then Flight of the Falcon. That's what I said, right? One through five. Star Wars Adventures. It was Michael Morisi, right? Secret oh, okay. Agent Droid. Star Wars. Loyalty Test. Star Wars. Squad Goals. Star Wars. Battle for Horizon. Star Wars. Hmm. So he did a lot of Star Wars Clone Adventures. Wars yes, Clone Wars Battle Tales. Uh, which was also a really good series. But um, like they're, it's almost like they're geared for younger readers. So they're like very, very fun. And then he did a story in the, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that's going to be. And it was about the like soldiers at Echo Base, like on the last stand on the line. <laughs> it was like very like hardcore and dramatic and like Rogue One style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, well, this is different. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. Like, Kevin Scott also does a lot of these, like, little, uh, not hyperspace, Star Wars adventures and things like that. And he loves writing Jackson. And then you read his High Republic books and you're like, I'm in danger. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Michael Morisi. Thank you, Lucasfilm, for adding to the Quinlan Voss canon. I can't wait to see what's happening here. Uh, it looks as if, I don't know, it, he looks like he's in his normal costume. But if he has something else, I would love to see it. What if Cad Bane happens to go to a gala Cad Bane goes Bane. to a gala, and then <laughs> Quillen Voss is like, "I will find him," and like Cad Bane has like a really fancy gala hat, um, because he's like in disguise at a gala, but he's Cad Bane and has to wear a hat. Uh, he just puts like, he just cleans his hat off. Mm-hmm. And like puts on a really fancy suit and a hat. But he keeps the hat. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do with like my uh, Red Dead Redemption character. Like, he has like the OG hat, but you can put on a bunch of different hats on him. The outfit he has. But At I the same put time? On a normal hat. No. Like, oh, okay. Like different hats. And you can choose like which one you want. So I have a bunch of hats. Hmm. Oh, they also released the Visions Volume 2 trailer. Did you see that? Really? Uh, Hold on. You didn't watch the Visions Volume 2 trailer? What? No. Well, YouTube it very fast. (laughs) Did you see the Jedi Survivor trailer they missed? Oh. Okay, I'm going to pause this podcast so you can watch these (laughs) things. Like, what is happening? Okay, go watch that. How are you missing this stuff? Like, do you not internet? <laughs> do I need to send you every trailer? Did you see? So there's a new Jedi Survivor trailer. There's a new Jedi a Visions trailer. There's a Young Jedi Adventures trailer. The internet says I watched it. 
Okay, Lizzie, you've watched them all. <laughs> it said that I already watched the vision trailer, and I definitely did, but I think there was just so much for my brain mm -hmm. there. I was like, uh, no more remember. Oh, mm -hmm. forget. Um, but I watched the Young Jedi Adventure trailer. It's very cute, as mm -hmm. usual. Uh, very adorable. Uh, I, I just like the animation. It's so cute and like, yeah. so pretty. It like, feels, I don't know why it does to me, I guess. It just feels so much like the, uh, like Link's Awakening art style, I guess. I don't know. It like feels like it would fit in that world. And I just like looking at it. It's very like colorful, very adorable. Even like the monsters are cute. Yeah. I think it's good for um, Star Wars fans' mental health. If like, you know, uh, this finale was fine. But... Hmm. You know, for like other finales, like Bad Batch, like you just go here and you're like, fine. Why? What's wrong with Bad Batch? Star Wars is all about happy endings, right? Oh, uh, there's like a George Lucas interview where they're like, where he keeps going like, why does everybody want everything to be like, like uh, everybody, I, 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 I let everybody live at the end of Star Wars. <laughs> like, why does everybody insist that things like people have to die for a story to be good? He's like, I let them live. Like they, they were having a party at the end of my movies and people seem to like it. <laughs> Um, that's funny. Uh, Visions uh, looks amazing as usual. Uh, it looks complete like and like Visions is where I think like creative people really just get to stretch and be creative, and it just looks so dope. Everything about it looks amazing. I have no idea what's going on, but there's a lot of it. Um, I think they showed the like the Wallace and Gromit people episode at Celebration, so they got to see that one. Um the like funny one so like the the wallace and i don't know the name of the studio oh, but like yeah. they i think that's the one they showed at celebration so that the, some people have seen that one already huh. you know but i mean it looks like funny but it's it looks cool huh there was just showed so many like i well there's like 10 the, right there, the there's ones usually that 10. pop up pop out are like the little the little uh Twi'lek little one mm -hmm. uh, like the one that looks the like the one that looks like Kubo yeah <laughs> that, that one looks, looks really dope cool. <laughs> <laughs> do not know the studio but apparently it's not Leica uh, but you said Leica is not even a studio anymore huh what? oh I thought somebody somebody said that I think I don't know if Leica is still a studio maybe they don't exist anymore. Maybe. Anyway, that does look like that, and it looks awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know much about it. I just know I want to see it. I like the like. There's just like twenty times more like diversity too, because it's not just like studios from Japan, mm -hmm. like all over now. Like they were like, okay. All right, so I think other, you know, we think other countries animate, right? Yeah, I think that's correct. And, you know, mm -hmm. let them be all creative with it, and it's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, there, Oh, there's one that looked really cool that, like, I guess it was a lady who was doing a show, and, like, there were stormtroopers below her watching. I don't know, like, she just, like, the flowing of it was, I don't, I'm very excited. Right, right. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening, but I can't wait to see it. 
like visions volume one is amazing um yeah and just like the differences in style and like yeah you, there's gonna it's gonna be so crazy from so many perspectives and so many different places on earth it's like ireland south africa japan again i think there's one that's korean like there's a uh, spain there's one from spain i believe like there's a chilean uh, i should stop talking before i say one that i'm wrong on but everywhere uh high republic phase three books got announced i'm excited about that but right now i'm really diving into the phase two books i already finished cataclysm i keep calling it catalyst and the quest for planet x both of those are really really cool cataclysm is a banger it is amazing and it is one of those books that like once it kicks in it's like in overdrive and does not stop and you don't want to put it down the whole time quest for planet x is like the middle reader so it's like short cool but there's a cool character uh their name is sky graph and they're one of the graphs like the graph family which uh oh you might remember this remember the uh tales from no adventures in wild space books about the two kids that like lose their parents and they have the ship and they're trying to find their parents like on course um well i mean they traveled on a ship no it's a it's a book book it was a little middle grade book i bought you guys but i think i only bought you part one because nobody ever finished it okay well yeah the brother and sister every star wars yeah milo and lena graf anyway they're like descendants of the graf family so like back in the High, high republic days their families are like huge like one of these big hyperspace prospecting families that are like you know big and making the hyperspace routes and well connected and making money and all this kind of stuff and there's like a cool character from the family even though the family is somewhat shady sometimes um but the character is really really cool uh, their name is skygraph and they're all yeah they're all like they're all like stylish with their cool like things and they have like pierced eyebrows and like black and white hair with like a stripe or something <laughs> like they're all like they're all like what's up bro i'm like a hyperspace pilot thing like why well, do stuff and i'm really cool and i want to find this planet x and that's what we're gonna go on a quest for it anyway check out my review soon on the com if you want to hear more about people going on a quest and having fun uh bad batch season three we don't have to be mad we don't have to yell at anybody this time lizzie we can cancel our plane tickets to lucasfilm uh maybe we save up those points because star wars celebration returns to japan in 2025 and japan i'll have a job then that's very far away and two years away but japan sounds really cool yeah. Maybe they'll have some vision. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. This I don't know if this is in the cards for the Rogue Rebels, but. How do you know? What do you mean? How do I know? Oh. I don't. What if it is in the cards. And that would be cool. I've always wanted to go to Japan. You know, I, I like very much. The Iga and Koga region specifically. 
you know, Axel's all about Okinawa. Because that's where, like, the birthplace of karate. I'm sorry. Karate. No, but he learns a lot about it from Cobra Kai, surprisingly. Because <laughs> he's like, oh. I don't oh. have a specific area I want to go to. Mm-hmm. I just know that. Yeah, you're just like an anime Shibuya district kind of person, aren't you? No. <laughs> I don't really like anime. Uh, no, but you I like stuffed animals like, and shopping and like. Well, there's a Kirby cafe. I'm getting there. There's okay. a Kirby cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to go. There's a uh, Kirby cafe and there's uh, just a bunch of cool like cafe places mm-hmm. that are themed. Right. Oh, actually, you remember that one uh documentary that you watched i watch a lot of documentaries oh ramen heads like number one world uh number one in the world like best ramen and they like line up at like four in the morning or whatever yeah that is kind of cool i don't remember where that was uh actually it i know it's in japan i have no idea where it actually is is it like in tokyo like i don't know what city Because I'm just like, ooh, Japan, cool. But, like, no idea if I'll actually, if it's anywhere near any of these other things that I like. Uh, But we can dream, right? It's 2025. It's 2025. We've got three years to think about it. Nope, that's not right. That's not correct. (laughs) Two years. All right. That was a lot longer. Yeah. Well, do you even math, bro? Uh, I didn't even remember what year. Twenty twenty-five. Plus the math. Wait, I, well, I'm sorry. Are you talking about the year today is? Huh. You were the one that couldn't math. You said. You said. What did you say? You said three years. Mm-hmm. First. But then, as I mathed, I corrected myself. I'm like a. I'm like a, a calculator that gives you the answer first and then solves it. It's like, what's 12 times 24? Uh, 16. No. <laughs> 260 something. <clears throat> uh, but we're not here to talk about my math skills, Lizzie. <laughs> Which are amazing, apparently. No? Okay. Uh, we're here to talk about two chapters of The Mandalorian, and they're both pretty long. So... Uh, Chapter 23, The Spies. We're going straight into spoilers. I assume everybody has seen this. Everybody knows what's going on. You guys all know the deal. Get your Disney Plus on. Um, so there's lots of stuff happening. How do you feel about Elia Kane? Who? Elia Kane, this, the spy. Hi. Yes. Hi. In this episode, she starts off by going to an alley and calling Moff Gideon on a probe droid. Oh, and right. being like, I don't know her by name. They beat up the pirates. I just know she's a jerk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's like, they beat up the pirates. Boo-hoo. And then it's Moff Gideon, and we're like, oh, no. How could we have known? It's so funny. I did these notes when the episode came out, so I have all these little theories. 
but I don't have to get into them now because now we know all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> what, were, what, what were your theories? Were they at least close? Uh, well, no, I just like I liked some of the things like uh, that I I was talking of, I was thinking about how she specifically says like they destroyed the pirates, like the uh, you know the the Mandalorians have become a problem, and he's like, what they like you know he's like all upset when they united. Wait. Are you, the, they they united it was it's it's easier when we keep them apart <laughs> i don't like that they hate it they're supposed to hate each other mm-hmm. um and but that the way they were talking about it leads me to believe that like he sort of orchestrated the pirates attack on navarro to reclaim navarro because that's where his base was remember and I guess his base got blown up, but still, for some reason, he wants to go back. Maybe Navarro is also, uh, what's the word? Maybe it's just also because the Mandos go there. Or at least they were from there, maybe? Maybe. I feel more like he wanted to go back Gideon's to his base. things are so weird. I don't get them. Well, even after he explains his, like, I don't get them. No, I, I kind of get it now. But I also, like, I think it's just pretty simple and selfish. It's not a, It's not difficult. He's not like a Thrawn person. Like, he's very smart, but he's also very simple. What do you want to do? Kill Mandos and have a cool sword. Uh, so he goes back and then he goes to his meeting. And like, this is where you first see the super commandos lining up the hallway. And I like, like, this is so like stupid, evil lair, Kuzco, <laughs> like Yzma and dude going back to their secret lair. Yeah. Uh, he like goes by the guards and he goes by like the cloning tanks all the way back to the secret thing. But I actually like the idea that like because the first order is supposed to be secret, like it building itself in secret and nobody knows it exists. Right. So like the fact that he's like talking to people and then he goes back to his like secret thing. But like maybe the guards, they all think they're guarding the clone tanks. But then, like, when he goes, like, to the secret, secret, secret area behind the secret area, it's where he's talking to all the, uh, you know, the other members of the Shadow Council. You know. Which Brendel Hux, yeah. Armitage's father. Like, I get the... You've never seen him before. (laughs) So how would you know what he looked like? Well, because of the book. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in the uh, Servants of the Empire books. Well, keep in mind, by now he's older. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he'd be a lot older by then. That's the book I did read. Yeah, that's or, true. Yeah. Wait, you read the Servants of the Empire books, didn't you? No? Hmm. Well, he went to school with Zare Leonis, so there. Oh, wait. Well, you read those to us. Mm-hmm. Wait, he did? Yeah. What? Remember when Zare's trying to find his sister? Yeah. No, I know. I was just yeah. like, what? He was one of the kids there. So that's Tiny. him. So now he's grown up. We know the entirety of his life now. Most of it. He's even in the Aftermath <laughs> books. Like when they're trying to put stuff together and Dang, go. bro. Yeah. And then later he's all grown up and over there with Phasma and his son and everything. dies mm-hmm. and then spoilers like so i don't even like him which if you read like aftermath it's pretty good 
Like, yeah, I wouldn't like him either. Uh, oh, by the way, the actor who plays him is Donald Gleason's brother. So, like, his brother played his father, and that's why it, like, kind of looks like him. Like, that's why there's a lot of familial resemblance. Oh, the other dude that they're talking to who keeps talking about Thrawn is Paleon. Uh, okay, but why would Thrawn go back to a broken person? Like, that does, that, there's no way to, not that there's no way to fix the Empire, but, like, they're, they're falling apart. They're not, well, they're not, yeah, you maybe. Know? But also, if anybody was going to fix them, it would be Thrawn. But why would he want to? That's the better question. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe yeah. there's some reason he wants to, he wants to use them for something. I don't know. Um, that's a good question, though. But I don't know why he wants to. But I mean, he's not even there, apparently. And like Gideon's like, well, what's up then? He say, he keeps saying, he keeps saying he's going to come on by. And he never comes to party. And he's like, well, he has to be secret. Okay. He's so secret. Nobody knows he exists. And then. It's interesting that it's like, it's always Thrawn. Like, we're always so focused on, like, for some reason, Thrawn. It's Thrawn's only been on, Thrawn twice. It's way more. He's been on screen. Like, why? How did he get back faster than Ezra? Where is. Uh, that, that? It still brings up the question of yeah. where is Ezra? Well, but you we. Think yeah. That after Thrawn is back, that means, oh, okay, so Ezra's, like, right behind him. But no. He's like me when I was like on the standby plane. Like, do I were like, oh, we don't have room for both you and your your partner. Like, you gotta you gotta split. Or like th- that that's th- how did he get there before Ezra? I don't know. Clearly, well, well, you don't even know that Ezra's not back. We have no idea where either of them are. Well, because this. Well, but all we know is this dude the says he's there. Where? <laughs> We don't even know where he is. He might be somewhere else. No, but he's literally in the trailer. Right. But, like, that could be a picture of him lost. You have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they they show him to us. But we don't know that he's back in the galaxy. We don't know if he's still lost somewhere. We don't know. Like, he seems to be well-dressed. He seems to know what he's doing. Those might have been the clothes he got lost in. I don't know. They look like the clothes he got lost in. Uh... But yeah, like it seems like there's rumblings about him returning, but who knows what the truth of all this is? I mean, I guess I'm imagining Paleon knows, but he won't say. Don't know what that means. Or even if he's really in communication with Thrawn and also Morgan Elsbeth, who last season was the one that Ahsoka was like, where is he? Don't know what she told Ahsoka, but Ahsoka didn't kill her, apparently, because she's in the trailer for Ahsoka. So, either people know where he is, or people are in contact with him, or nobody knows where he is, and they're just lying, or other people are looking for him, or... Like, we still know nothing. All we know is everybody keeps saying his name, and everybody is two people. Three if you count Ahsoka. And four if you count Gideon going, where is he? (laughs) But we still ain't seen him. And so basically, but also there was another really cool clue here that I caught is where they're like, well, did we have to da 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 for Project Necromancer and this and this and that? And they were like, well, what about Dr. Pershing? And he's like, oh, he could not be retrieved. So sorry about that. And they're like, we need him to get this like project going. 
you know, you da 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 better. And he's like, hey, cloning is your thing, sir, not mine. And they're like, yeah, well, I heard you had, like, cloning stuff on Navarro. Which, you know, kind of, I don't know about you, but I kind of, we thought it was all connected. We're like, oh, are those, like, they're like little mini Snokes that they're, like, making Snoke baby juniors? You know, like, everything leading up. But that, and then when Gideon's like, no, I don't do cloning, bro. That's like, you're the cloner. I'm just like a guy. And then, of course, by the next episode, we get it revealed. But at the time, I was like, oh, he's just doing, he's his own thing. He's, like, playing cool with these guys, but he's doing, he's trying to take power himself. Um, and I was right. Because he was cloning. He was doing shady little things. I think now that he just messed up the scientists so that they couldn't get him and the Republic couldn't find out what he was doing. So maybe they fried his brain so that he couldn't tell anybody what he was working on. Yeah. So now that's why I think they like destroyed Per Pershing's head. If that's what happened. Um. So then, like, the really cool light cruiser with the mythosaur on the bottom pulls up to town. And they're like, oh, no, Imperials. And he's like, nah, dude, that's the Mandalorians. But it's an Imperial ship. No, but look, it's a Mandalorian. And you can see they have, like, they have, like, Gazanti fighters. They have the gauntlet fighters. Like, they're all. And then, you know, Bo-Katan. And <laughs> Baby is in Bo-Katan's lap. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I still, I just love their interaction. Yeah, I think it's so. Mm-hmm. And then, like both clans, like <laughs> walk up Mandos, <laughs> and they're all like facing off against each other. Axe Wove is. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's not very. But he was I he was racist last episode. Remember, he was like that full angry got a drop of Mandalorian blood. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's. Racist. Yeah. All of the time. Still seems like a good guy to have your back, though, in the next episode. Um, And then the armor is like, welcome, let's have dinner. And I'm like, why? Nobody can eat. Only they can eat. <laughs> and then Gideon, I'm sorry, not Gideon, Grief Karga walks up to an entire, like, m- murder of Mandos. <laughs> And it's like, Mando! And only Din turns around. He's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, check this thing out. We built an IG-12 that's a robot that you can pilot. Like an Evangelion. We made a tiny Pacific Rim for Grogu. Yeah. (laughs) I... I thought, like, that they were just gonna have one of those little guys with them. Oh, you thought the Anzellan was, like, going to be the pilot? Mm -hmm. No, as soon as they brought it out, I was like, Grogu could fit in there. I just couldn't think of why he would go in there. So he can do stuff. He can fight. He can do stuff on his own. Yeah, but now he can, like, fight without getting hurt, more or less. But... Like, Mando doesn't have to carry him around anymore. <laughs> like, frees up both of his hands for uh, impressive knife fighting, as we soon see. 
mean, yeah, but yeah, I just thought it was very silly. Yes, it was super rad. And he's like walking around pushing buttons. He's like, yes, 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 no, no. And then like he's like jacking fruit at the fruit stand. And you're like, no, stop. Yes, yes. And then Mando's like, this isn't working for me, which is a thing. He'd be like, that's enough of that. Uh, so Especially they're... because he's like extra powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as powerful as IG-11, I guess. Or IG-12. Sorry, it's a new thing. <laughs> Lizzie, are you saying all G- IGs look alike? You are. No, I'm not. I corrected myself. Just like the math. Just like the what? Oh, the math. How do you think? Not just math. Uh, so they're like having dinner somehow. And she's like, it's time to retake <laughs> Mandalore. very awkward. And I was like, right, right now? Right now, right now? You don't even want to, like, you found like one crew of Mandos. You don't want to go find more? Like, you know Ahsoka, like, and Sabine. Why don't you go talk to them? Like, why are you stopping at like, I have gathered two crews of Mandos. Therefore, <laughs> I, like, that's like when you, uh, you know, when you're playing the video game and you have to, like, meet your, like, standards to move on to the next thing and you, like, just barely get, okay, fine. I had just got, you know, it's like, find all these, like, pieces to build a thing. You're going to need, you know, four materia. Okay, I got four. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, like, you're going into the Super Mario 64 castle with the minimum amount of stars. <laughs> yeah. I, I usually don't have that problem because I'll like I'm replaying Pokemon Heart Gold right now. Mm-hmm. Uh and it I'm like leveling up so much that I just like destroy bosses now. Uh very fun. That's why RPGs okay. are fun. Yeah. Um and Grogu's eating on I think a rock. I don't play enough of- you probably don't. <laughs> Have you beat Final Fantasy IX yet? Hmm, let's move on. Uh, and so, like, she's like, hey, I need a scouting team to, like, do-do-do-do. And, you know, Din's like, I will go. And Grogu. <laughs> and then, like, everybody, I will yeah, go. Yeah, no one wants I to get up go. and then, you know, Din, the real one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go. And so they all start, like, taking off. I don't know if you noticed... But, like, in the fleet, they also have, like, the Fang Fighters, like, from Star Wars Rebels. Like, you know, not just the gauntlets, but, like, the smaller ones that, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fen Rao and his people were piloting in those episodes. Like, the little fighters. You kind of see them in this shot. But they're, oh. anyway, they're just cool, and I like them. <laughs> and they exist. That's all. That's all I have to say. So... She's like, we're going to go, we're going to drop down, secure the drop point, and then, like, we go in. All of these shots look dope. Like, the lighting of whatever the world of Mandalore is, this weird glass blown-up planet with, like, blown-up glass everywhere. Uh-huh. It just looks so dope. Like, I'm I'm sure this is the volume, but, like, it looks amazing. Yeah. I... It has to be, right? I like, uh, not later, but like when they go under. 
Oh yeah, that's so rad. But I like the I like the Mando pirates. Okay, yeah. So they're like walking around for a little bit, they're trying to get to their thing, and then that's when like the ship comes up and they're like sort of waiting, they're like on the horizon, there's something coming. And then they're like waiting. And then they they're say like, they're night owls. No, she says night owls, flank left. And then her uh, night owls, like she was talking to her people. And then like if you notice, if you notice like a, you know, axe and like cause, like they go off to the left to like flank on the side. You know, so she's like giving her people orders. And then it's just like, is that the voice of Lady Bo-Katan Kreese? 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 <laughs> she's like, it is. And then they're like, and they like jetpack over off their little airship <laughs> or whatever it is. And they're like, we're Mandos that got stuck on the planet. And like, we just hang out here. You're like, we never stopped fighting. Wow. <laughs> like, nice. and maybe I should have came back and look. Y'all look pretty cool. Everything good. Like, we still serve you. Okay. Okay. That's cool. So now like but technically she has united three clans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> technically. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there's reinforcements on the planet, in theory. Um, but I was still, at this point, I was still like, like, go find more Mandos. Like, you know there's more Mandos out there. Where's Where's Clan Rin? Where's Clan, uh, you know, all those other clans that, like, you know, where are the, where's Fen Rao? Where's the Protectors? I keep talking about them. Bring back Mega Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and Sabine, of course, I don't think they could have, as much as I would have wanted it, I don't know if she could be like, hey, Boba, I know you're like, I, I, do you want to help or not? <laughs> like, do you care? Yeah, or... do you care? Like, you've got your whole setup thing. I'm gonna, I'm just going to assume you're not interested in reclaiming Mandalore, but I thought I would throw you out the invite just so, just so, just in case. No? Okay. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your back to bath. Um, so they're like on the ship and they're all talking about it and they're like, you know, they destroy. Oh, because they were like, we're trying to find the Great Forge. And they were like, we can do better than that. We could take you there. You know, and you're like, oh, how convenient. And this title of this episode is called The Spies. And I was like, how convenient. Uh. So they're like on the thing and they're talking about it. And then they were like, you know, like they killed us. Like, you know, we couldn't surrender. We'd never lay our blasters down. So like they just kept, they just killed all of us or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, no, I did surrender. And everybody's like, oh, <gasps> you know. And she's like, when it was like, when we lost, I went to grief Karga. Oh, I went to grief Karga. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this? I went to Moff Gideon and I said, you know, okay, like spare my people and you can rule Mandalore. That's how he got the dark saber. And then he killed, I gave him the dark saber and he killed everybody anyway. And everybody's like, that sucks. But now we know how he got the dark saber. He didn't beat her in combat. She literally surrendered it to him. Kind of like Din did <laughs> or tried to, where <laughs> he's like, uh, I yield. Here. <laughs> no? That didn't work? Hmm. <laughs> so she's like, I gave it to him, and then he still killed people. You know. 
So everybody's like kind of chewing on that. And then there's this really cool scene and she's like sitting at the edge of the boat and he's like, hey, girl, hey. Hey, <laughs> queen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. And he's like, look, like we're going to go into this thing and we're going to do And she's like, no, like I surrendered. Like what a loser. And she's like, no, like, <laughs> no, like it's not because you like. I don't follow you because you hold some stupid saber that I can't even use barely. I hurt myself often, at least once. Uh, I serve you because you're like honor, your character, your courage, and your like willpower. And I will continue. You're so rad. Yeah. He like, he's like, I will serve you, Lady Bo-Katan. And you're like, oh, He damn. says something. Oh, he says like, you know, I will serve you until they write your song. Oh, no, he says your song is not written yet. And I was like, damn, because she thinks her song was over a long time ago. Even in Rebels, she thought she was done. You know what I mean? Like, we catch up to her so many times in her life where she's lost and everything is taken from her. In the Clone Wars, she's this kid who's running around with these guys who are trying to bring back, you know, the warrior culture of Mandalore that gets taken over by a Sith. And in that thing, she ends up trying to side with her people, going against the, tra- the traditions, and being like, no, it's for Mandalorians. No outsider will ever rule Mandalore. And then, in Rebels, after the... Or no, like, and then in the Siege of Mandalore, she's able to, like, work with the Republic to help them achieve their aims and try to take over. And they succeed for a time. Then the Republic becomes the Empire. They take over Mandalore. Apparently, we know why everybody wants Mandalore now. And it's not because of the Mandalorians, because it's resource-rich planet or something. Um, which makes sense with Beskar and all that. Although, I kind of thought part of the problem with the Empire is like, you know, in season one, the guy's like, you know, there's Beskar is so easy to come by, but not so much Mandalorians and, you know, nobody to wear it or something like that. Like when he sells him all the Beskar. Because he's like, oh, like, in other words, like, all the people are dead, but we still have all their stuff. And then I also took that as, like, nobody knows how to make, we can't make anything out of this. Like, we need an armorer. <laughs> like, you're, it's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, um, I just thought it was funny when he said that. He was like, your song is not yet written. And then, like, he leaves, and it's his, his music. Hmm. And then his song plays. Right, right. Is you, you're saying he's talking to Joseph Shirley, the composer? <laughs> he was like, you need to write the song. And she's like, it's on my Spotify playlist. Um, I just like that because she thinks she's fa- like every time she's failed. Like she failed after the Clone War. I she failed that. after the Republic. I don't know what every that means. Time. I told you what that. Yeah. Is. Go watch the other. Episode. But it's not because of like mistakes she's making. It's because, well, I mean, sometimes it's mistakes she's making. Um, but other times, but she's usually trying to do what's world. best for her people. Like she says, she surrendered to save her people. They killed her people. In Clone Wars, she helps the Republic bring in to like destroy the Sith that are ruling their people and destroying their world and they do that but then the republic turns into the empire and takes over you know what i mean like so she's 
seems like she does a lot of stuff in the best interest of her people and then it kind of goes sideways yeah uh, yeah so they like go back and what are they doing oh and then these fools are playing i forgot what the game's called but they play it in rebels remember fen rao is playing it with sabine it's called like kalakad or something like and they both have their different Kodakad. rules about it yeah and this fool's like your country ass rules <laughs> <laughs> he's being racist uh-huh. and then he gets beat up does he and then groku is like no no dude no. like when he goes he goes seriously and then he jetpack knees this fool in the face there's so many shots of Mandalorians running, and I'm like, why would you ever run? You have jetpacks. I would sometimes just float forward at a reasonable pace if I wanted to walk. Uh, but they get in a really cool fight. And then I like that everybody on the sh- you know, he's like, is anybody going to stop them? And she's like, we can't. This is like Mandalorian culture. We have to let them beat each other up. Okay. Mm, everybody watch everybody watch and then finally grogu like grabs them both no 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 everybody else standing in the background just watching like huh we never tried that before huh Huh. (laughs) that looked really easy um so yeah and then what happens okay so what i think they were doing is like they went back to the ship because some of the people were injured so they were like taking the injured people back so that they could go attack the base or go to the forge or whatever right so like the armorer takes off with the injured people and then like they go to the great forge the rest of them go to the great forge right and somewhere a giant creature bursts out of the ground that I thought was a mythosaur, but now I'm not so sure. It doesn't really look like it one. No, looks like I'm sure they would have been like... <gasps> some no, sort of kaiju. Something. But to be fair, like, now I understand... It's a giant dinosaur, because that's all there is about yeah. Mandalore's dinosaur. Uh, I didn't know that. And I guess their warrior culture makes a lot more sense now. If they grew up around all these apex predators and had to learn to survive with sticks and crap... <laughs> Like, no wonder they became a warrior culture that had to hunt to survive, to fight to survive every creature, animal, and every other thing. Like, Mandalore is worse than Australia, it looks like. Um, or maybe it just is Australia. Right. Australia, 65 million years ago. Where Adam Driver is fighting dinosaurs, apparently. I don't know, I haven't seen that movie. You have not seen this? I think it's called 65. There's a movie right now, and it's Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. Yeah, just watch the trailer, I'm sure. You'll... I've watched it. Okay, I mean, you not right now. This is not an emergency trailer. This is a, like, at-your-leisure trailer. Uh, Okay, so yeah, like, they get, like, a little bit beat up, and then they go. They go to the Great Forge. And they're like, oh, it's like all busted. This used to be the heart of our civilization. And Bo-Katan's like, remember, I was the princess. I used to kind of like, I lived here a little bit. Like, you know, it was, it was like a cool thing. And then they're like, it was destroyed like by the, you know, and Axe is like, I was here when it was destroyed. 
And then these jetpacking fools come out, and I was like, "Ooh, more jetpacks, more Mandalorians!" And then I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and it yeah, was exactly was like <laughs> it was exactly the shot from Rebels, right? Because like Ezra's like oh, stormtroopers, oh, flying stormtroopers, yeah. and then like Fen Rao's like worse, Mandalorians who serve the Empire. Except they didn't quite say that. They were just like, you know, she's like, "Those aren't Mandalorians," and it's the Super Commandos. And I called it, and I knew it. And I thought that's what it was going to be, which is what I thought in the last episode. I was like, that's probably who broke out Moff Gideon. He has super commandos. But now, as he explains in the next episode, now their armor is like made out of Beskar alloy. Like, so it's not. It's not the other way. Like, they're actually using Beskar now, kind of. Um, They look pretty cool. I don't like the helmet design as much as I do. The design from Rebels. Like, the rebel helmets are way... These are a little closer to, like... Like, they're further away from Mandalorians and closer to, like, First Order. And I like the ones that are closer to the Mandos, like, in Rebels. Yeah. And they don't have, like, the Sabine clone-style jetpack. They have, like, these weird new kind of jetpacks. Which is fine. But I just like the other ones so much better. I was trying to get a lot of these little shots of them. Like, they look pretty cool. But there's, like, you lose a little... Like, if, if you stood these fools with stormtroopers, they would fit. And I guess if you stood the other mandos by stormtroopers, they would fit. But if you stand these fools next to mandos, they don't quite look like mandos. And I think the other ones, if you stand them next to mandos, they fit better. Even though they're all white. I feel like that's also the point. Mandos. Right, right. Of course. But, I mean, like, the idea is that they're, like, Man, like they're super commandos, right? So they're like better than they're like Mando stormtroopers, but they're just further away from Mandos. <laughs> like, like the the line between Mandos and stormtroopers, they're closer to that side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Uh, this one that's like getting shot in the neck or something. I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. I think his pants look baggy or something's happening here, <laughs> and his foot is sideways. He's like rolling his ankle doing this fall. Okay, the fighting is rad. Jetpack, Mando fighting. I took a lot of pictures of these guys getting blown up. Uh, it does look easier to fall in this armor, though. Well, again, it's stormtrooper armor. It's all clunky. Gross. But it's like less. Like, look at their thighs. Their thighs are... They can probably run in these. Better than stormtroopers. And then, yeah. so, like, the Mandos... Yeah, play advantage, I guess. Yeah are sort of like trying to retreat. And as they're running down the halls, the halls start getting more Imperial. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did anybody see that? Did y'all run on the wrong set? Of like being in a galaxy's edge and you're just like wandering around and it's like Imperial. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. we're in the Imperial side now, I guess. Yeah, I went the other way. I was like, did you guys just accidentally walk onto the Obi-Wan Kenobi set? <laughs> like, you need to go back that way. <laughs> you were supposed to be on Mandalore. Uh... And then they sort of like, you know, they're like chasing these guys and they're like, oh, where we got them on the run now. And of course, it's like a trap and they lead them to like an ambush. And like uh, the like interceptors are hanging and you can see that they're like rebuilding. This is a whole like production point. So this is what I'm assuming. Moff Gideon is part of the Shadow Council of like the Imperial Remnant. So they're all trying to keep their resources hidden, right? By spreading the thing that Mandalorian's dead, the entire planet's glassed, and it's cursed, and the atmosphere is poison, and nobody can go there. 
I don't think like you ever know every time they come in, they're like, oh, all the communications are going to be blocked. I think they're blocking all the community like they jammed the planet. Because clearly he's able to talk to the Shadow Council, so he he can get through. But I think like they they make the seem like the planet's cursed and dead. That way, nobody will check out all the stuff they're doing on it with the rich resources. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why, like, they get on the planet. They're like, huh, the air's breathable. Crazy. That's so weird. And then, like, everything is underground, so nobody can find it. And all the communications are jammed, so nobody can check and see what's going on down there. Nobody can be like, oh, you know, seems like there's 40 people down there and, like, an underground base <laughs> or whatever. Um, so I actually think that that's kind of cool. Like the mythology of Mandalore being destroyed is just part of this fool's plot to hide what he's doing there. And then from the empire's thing, I bet you they think, you know, like they're sort of all doing it together and he's diverting resources to presumably aid in the construction and the, of the first order or whatever like that. Maybe he doesn't even know that. Um, Brendel Hux, I bet he does. Um, but also, like, they keep their own, like, they all, it's weird, it's almost like the rebellion, right? How in the beginning they're independent cells, and they don't want it to make it look like they're working together, so they don't reveal the fleet, you know, that they have all these resources. Yeah, I just, I just feel bad for the Mandalorians, but also they're, they're a little dumb. They could have checked on this planet. So many times. It was cursed, fool. Yeah, but the yeah. like, what? Are, you can't what? even breathe there, Lizzie. They have helmets. Hmm. They have helmets. But it's like, cursed. Even, and then even Mando was like, "Oh, simple solution: get a droid, mm-hmm. figure out if it's good, and we're good." Counter oh. counterpoint: El Cucuy. It's cursed. La Llorona. Dumb. Like it's been years too, and they're just finding out. Yeah. And somebody else found out. <laughs> this guy's like, "Hey, I sold this thing to a Jawa because I just went to Mandalore. Uh, it was fine. I just grabbed a piece of glass and wrote stuff on it." <laughs> uh, so like Din kind of gets caught and like taken by the commandos and captured, and they're like, "Take him to the briefing room." And at this point, I'm like, oh, oh, and then Gideon shows up with his super, super commando. Super suit. Yeah. Which is very super suit. Yeah. And very, like, somewhere between, like, Terminator and Robocop. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Robotic? Yeah. By the next episode, like, the sound effects alone of, like, the cha-chunk, cha-chunk, cha-chunk as it moves. Um, It's almost Iron Man. Which I guess... It's a good thing they gave the show to Favreau because he knows how to like make things like that. Between like a Darth Vader and a Mando. Eh, I guess so, but he has like the mall horns. Yeah, Mando. Oh. Vader. Okay, I mean, yeah, in the case that it's very black and he has a jetpack and a cape, which is weird, but okay. <laughs> um, no cape. It doesn't look bad. It looks okay. It looks a little clean for my tastes. You know, I don't like that Little, shiny like, armor. Fanboy. I've been saying that that's what he is. And I'm pretty sure I'm right. Like, if this is anything to say. And he's like, 
Finally, I've improved the Mandalorians by adding me. And it I sounds like, like a weeb mm, there. Okay. It's like, I'm the best. You can't hit me with those slow bullets. Um, and then, like, they're stuck behind the door. So, like, they're separated. And, like, uh, she, she, like, I think she shuts the door and goes back to cut like use the dark saber to cut them an escape route. Uh Bo-Katan does. And he's like, get them, haha. And then they like open the door and Paz Vizla's like, no no no, you guys can do it. And like, I'll hold him back so you guys can escape. And she's like, no, don't do it. And he does it. And he's like, this was a really badass scene. And I know you don't like Paz because he's also racist. <laughs> oh well he's fine. I mean he's just And he's also a jerk sometimes. He just was yeah. about to cut this man over a game of checkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he I, he was I about to kill this guy over. He was a, he was about to kill this guy uh, for beating him in Smash Bros. <laughs> like that's yeah. No, he was being racisted on. So then he pulled out a knife. What's wrong with that? I think that's the perfect solution to that. Over checkers? Cut it cut it at the, at the okay. start. Cut it at the beginning. Alright. Uh so he comes out and he like he he has he's like fighting all of them and his gun is overheating and it's like melting in his hand. It looks so rad. Um and he's like getting shot, but he's not going down. He has and the cook hand, he has chef hand. He He's like bodying these, like he bodies this one fool off the edge, and he's like, "I was dying," uh, which was so dope. I was like, "Yes," but it still looks like he's going down no matter what. Um, and then the Praetorians come out, which at the beginning he was uh, Gideon was at, you know, with the the whole part of that shadow meeting. Gideon was like, "Well, I need reinforcements," and they were like, "Why?" And he was like, "The Mandalorians have united." What? Well, then they will be a problem. Fine, send in the reinforcements. I need this, this, and three Praetorians. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. And then, like, they show up, and the Praetorians have, like, more Mando-style helmets. And I was like, ooh, Mando Praetorians. I hate, like, it was such an unfair fight. It's, like, they're not even good. They just had three of them. They're pretty good. They just had three of them. Uh, they're way better than those super commandos. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but look, he took out like twenty super commandos, and then just three of these fools took him down. So you're right; it's not one v one. Uh, maybe it would have been different one v one, but they were way better than those super commandos. Yeah, but like again, that that their level like like level like the 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 super commandos were like level one. He's like level fifty. Mm-hmm. They're like level fifteen, but like times two or time sorry times three. Times three, right? Okay. Um. So they got him and they stabbed him and they're killing him and he dies. Yeah, and you're like, ah, oh. like he's sometimes a jerk, man. But I didn't want him to die. Well, I just thought it was. But he's like so good sometimes terrible. too. He's like, why should we help them? Cause he helped my Cause kid once. <laughs> Yeah. And we're Mandos. We have to fight. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was a good fight. 
good. Yeah. It was but very also sad. It was very sad. It's also a painful one. They just stabbed him all over. Yeah. Uh, but he probably, he like this, this is, I don't know if, if Mando's go to Valhalla, but that seems very fitting for this warrior. I, I'm guessing, yes. Episode, Gideon's like, yeah, do a hero's death. Something cool like that. I'm guessing there's a Valhalla for them, but it's just Gideon. Mm-hmm. Valhalla. <laughs> Mandala. No, that's something else. That sounds like Mandalorian Hollowbread. <laughs> okay all right final episode here we go we're in it uh at one point during the fight axe is like i'm gonna go get replace uh, replacements i'm gonna go get reinforcements <laughs> well, my, same thing at this point uh and he like leaves out the top and they're like we'll cover you and he leaves the episode is called the spies and the whole thing that everybody was wondering for a week was, was like like one spy yeah everybody's going who is the other spy who are the other spies I've heard a couple people talk about, apparently it's like, there's a biblical story that like, it might be a reference to where there are these people who like, yeah, they like find these people in the desert and they're like, it's almost like a scout, like they called, they're called spies, but they're basically like these scouts who lead them to this place that they're trying to get to, which is kind of like what those people are. So like, I mean, I wouldn't, you know. It what, could what, be. What do they say? Put it past. Mm-hmm. You. Because of the whole, like they baptized. <laughs> right. Oops. Yeah. So, like, they're saying that maybe it could be like that, like a different use of the word, like almost, like it's almost like, it's an ancient, like the way they use the word in that thing. It's like more like scouts. Or trackers or something. And like then these so guys then show up on a boat. Well, the guys that show up and are like, "We'll take you there," you know, like the guys who have been here living on this world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the episode, when Axe takes off by himself, then I was like, "Well, maybe he's the spy," because like there are two people that leave, and I didn't think it was the armorer, even though all the shots, like, make it feel like you want they want to make us think it's the armor because she was like oh i will take the people back to the ship and like get them help i'm like hmm. and then like the last shot of like not the last shot but the last time you see her in the episode is her heading up to the ship and you're waiting for like the fight that's going to happen but you don't see what happens but i also feel like the way these two episodes are paced like they're supposed to fit together um so a lot of people are like, is it the armor? Is she the bad person? And I'm like, I don't think so. Because she has all the lore. Like, she seems to know, like, unless she's just really good at Mandalorian college, like, why would she betray her people? Like, she seems to be the only one upholding the traditions of her people. So I didn't think it was her, but I thought it could be Axe because these four were mercenaries. Uh, cut to this episode and this fool literally flies to space yeah. <laughs> to get them back up. Now... His jetpack is way better than other homies, because I don't know how jetpacks work, but these guys couldn't follow a bird, and this fool went to space. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know there's, a, like, a weight discrepancy between him and uh, Paz Vizsla, but still. There was, like, more, multiple. Right, right, right. Yeah, even Din ran out of gas. <laughs> they all walked the three miles back. <laughs> but this fool went to space. Um, although, I feel like there's a little... 
something to be said about, you know, technology. Because at one point when the armor fixes Bo's shoulder, she says something like, oh, it doesn't have all the like technology enhancements you're used to, but, you know, but it is a good a piece of armor. And, you know, Bo-Katan is like, it'll be fine or something like that. So, like, maybe they just make like really cool things that like the armor and her hammer don't do. <laughs> Well, they're so, also like, like OG Mando too. Right, right, but it's like their jetpacks can get them to space. Maybe the other guys just like theirs are like running on gasoline or something. <laughs> they also like were mercenaries and had money. Yeah, but even yeah, okay, but they don't have an armor. Where are they getting this stuff? Okay, never mind. Too many questions. Don't think about it too hard. That, that never think about Star Wars too hard. Just let it be. Yeah. He went to space. It was awesome. Also in clothes? Okay. He's fine, though. He's okay. Yeah. Apparently that's... I don't know how space works, but he's fine. Yeah. yeah well, uh, it works fine, because he's there, and he's like, hey, everything's cool. I just flew to space. And then he was like... She's like, oh, like, she's like, we can't win this fight in the sky we have to win it down here and i sort of thought we were gonna like retreat and like try to figure out and come back with backup but once nah, like, i saw that they only had like 30 minutes in this episode i was like nope, nope it's all here it's all right here There's well no i didn't even know if they were gonna come back this episode i thought they were gonna like maybe rescue din or something and then like leave and be like we need to protect mandalore we need more people i told you to get more people and you only brought one people Mm-hmm. no two people no we found the other people you didn't go get them they found us yeah uh but no she was like no we got to finish this today <laughs> this is the season finale um but she's like we got to finish it down here we can't beat them in the sky you use the light cruiser as a like decoy and send our fighters down and then everybody jumps out of the ships and i was like Wait, they're going to fly to Earth now? <laughs> now they're just going to fly from space? But they, like, got in the ships. Still, that was pretty cool. They, like, flew from the big one to the little ships. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to, like, take this thing and be the distraction. And I was like, is he, like... No, he's following the... He's doing exactly what she said. Because I'm still like, is he the spy? You know what I mean? I still don't know what to think of him. But I, I'm like... I don't... I was never... I never was hung up on the whole spy thing. Mm-hmm. I, one, I didn't remember what the title was. <laughs> Two, Excellent. I was just like, ah, there was one spy. Cool. Mm-hmm. We're good. That was the only spy there. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> and moving on. Moving on. Uh-huh. That mystery has been solved. So he gets there and he does the thing. And like, while I'm questioning him and wondering if he's the spy, <laughs> he's literally just going, he's doing the orders. And I'm like, it looks like he's doing exactly what she said. Okay, <laughs> he seems legit. <laughs> I got my eye on you, Axe. And also, Axel is nervous. Because Axel really likes him and doesn't want him to be the bad guy. And we all think there's going to be somebody betraying them, because the stupid episode is called The Spies. <laughs> and you forgot and enjoyed it. <laughs> I literally, there was one spy. How many spies do you need, Dad? I mean, it's called The Spies, so I thought at least two. <clears throat> Maybe one person is that how that works 
Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who's going to rescue him? And he just like beats up the guards. And I was like, oh, that works. Yeah. The choreo's well, red. Well, he like beats up the guards, but gets help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I mean, Grogu didn't. Gro- no, that's later. Well, Grogu helps but, yeah. him. <laughs> Grogu helps Dude. him. No, no, no. Uh, but it's like, real. I, I forget. Like, sometimes Mando does really cool choreography. Like, he has this very, like, militaristic kind of style with the knife and with the, like, so he's, like, rolling and comes up and knocking them down with takedowns and, like, there's so much armor fighting in this episode. There's, like, really cool shots of, like, people getting shot up the helmet or stabbed up the helmet or neck or, you know, like, all of this stuff. I really like it. Uh, it Particularly in the scene, my favorite scene might be the... Uh, fight where he does down the hallway like the two at a time that was dope um so and then (laughs) this dude is like no do not worry the mando is coming and he because i'm tracking him yeah how did you track him i don't know but it was funny because it was a red dot and a little green dot (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) that makes sense I don't know, but it was great. Don't think about it. Um, and then, you know, these fools are coming from space to go down to the thing. And then he's like, R5, I need you to, like, show me the, get, find me the Gideon's command center. Plug in. And R5. Okay. So just real quick, Lizzie, I don't know if you're aware, but Steel really hates R5. What does Steel not hate? Ha <laughs> Tell me that. Uh, do you know why? Why? Can you guess? Okay, I'm just going to tell you. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I was leaving that pause. <laughs> you got to give me time. <laughs> I threw like three pauses in there. Uh, okay, fine. So, in the episode where... Uh, Carson Teva comes and he's like, you know, a rebel hero. Thank you, R5. He's like, wait, so he was a rebel. He like, oh, I think he said this before. Blew his head up and then somehow, question mark, became a rebel hero and then went back to Tatooine and it was in Pelimoto's garage and now he's with the Mandos and just so happens to be a a rebel hero. So he just doesn't like that because he can't figure out how that can be possible. And I'm like, five years is a long time. (laughs) Like, you could go anywhere and come back home if you wanted. That's a silly thing. So that's why he doesn't like it, because he doesn't like the story that has to happen that could be all in our imaginations. Uh, he he feels it's implausible. So R5 comes out and is now like the hero of the story did, did and a necessary part. Did he mad about the two years that Groku was with Luke? Probably. In fact, yeah, I think so. That's a good. Yeah, yes, you called it, Lizzie. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about the episode. You tell me what else Steel gets mad at. Uh, R5 jetpacks into the base. You, you, okay. you going to say anything? <laughs> anything yet? <laughs> are you familiar he, with... He doesn't even... He hates Vegemite. Are you, are you familiar with how much he hates R2's up. boosters? Uh, he hated that R2 had boosters in the prequels because he was like, where were they in the original ones? And I'm like... Things break, no? Like, don't you have things that worked better and now they don't work as well? Or like, Would Steel say plot hole wrong? I don't know. Um, let's continue. 
our five jetpacks into there. And at this point, I'm kind of laughing. Uh, and somewhere, Steel is furious. Um, and he goes in and plugs into the base. Which, like, Lizzie. R5 plugging into the base and decrypting Imperial security and opening doors. Any problems? All good? This is like a common droid activity, no? Yeah. Alright, that's what I thought too. Oh. Ask Steel what he thinks. <laughs> I feel like every astromech ever has like, Chopper does this. <laughs> like, K2 plugged into another K2. Um, R2 does this everywhere he goes. <laughs> Um, R2 don't downloads Jedi maps whenever he can. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that happened. Okay. So then the, like the, the bombers get there and they're starting to destroy the ship and Axe is there piloting the ship with the armchair. I don't know how to fly those ships, but it looked like he was sitting there and pressing, doing things and he looks stressed. I, I, okay. Even though I don't like him because I was worried that he was going to die. Yeah. Not because, like, oh, no, this poor character. That's dumb. That's just dumb. Like, he could just literally get out. No, but he was, like, he was working the weapons. He was piloting the ship. Like, he was doing, like, I mean, this is a very similar, it's like poetry. It rhymes. This is a Holdo-ish moment. Like, he's calling the people off. All the bombers are bombing the ship, so they're not going down there. Holdo did not have a jetpack. Yeah, she couldn't fly out the window. (laughs) He can fly out into space, apparently, and be fine. If only Holdo had a jetpack. Hashtag give Holdo a jetpack. Hashtag where was Holdo's jetpack? Um, but like, no, this was like very functional. Like he seemed like he was really serving a purpose. It seemed like we knew what he was doing. He's piloting the ship. He's moving it. He was using the guns to like shoot the ships down. Like he's like engaging them. You know, like it's not like Anakin. How Anakin would just leave the ship and it crash it into the other ship. You know what I mean? Like he was actually like making them think that they were all there so they would keep engaging him, and it worked. All right. Now, Mando's like, R5, open the doors two at a time. No, it's not smart, but it worked. And it was smart in the course that it kept all the aerial combat off of the Mandalorian so they could land on the planet and reinforce the ground people. Which literally won the day, kind of. Except for the next part. Um, Mando opens the doors two at a time. And fights his way up a fighting tournament to the boss. The fighting was dope. He was like, like, there's like, there's a couple parts where you, he's trying to upgrade himself as he goes because they disarmed him. So he like plugs their jetpack in at one point. And then he like fights the guy with his knife and then tries to pick up the knife. And then at one point he dropped the knife off the edge. And he's like, oh crap, I got to get another knife. <laughs> then he picks up the shield and picks up the baton. That was red. And then mouse droids attack R5. And they're little cops. <laughs> it was so funny. Because I, was, I wasn't expecting it. I thought he was going to bring stormtroopers. And oh, yeah. He brought, his <laughs> he brought more mouse droids. One of them fell off. Yeah. <laughs> he shocked them and they fell off. I have or something. A, the little photo of one of them yeah. falling off. Wow. He didn't even like, do anything. He just kind of levitated away. Yeah, good times. Yeah, then he's just like, I'm done here. Boosters. Um, So they continue, and they see the, like, clones, and one of them jump scares Grogu. Uh, and then he, like, presses the button to, like, empty the buckets, and they leave. Um, 
And then it's funny because like Bo-Katan and them, they get back to this place where they're like, the guys were like, oh, I know a place where we can hide. And it's this is literally what you were talking about, the underground gardens. And this is rad because she was talking about, she was like, Mandalore used to be green with blah, 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 blah. But like now the planet's destroyed. And you're like, oh, look, like it's still green. And you know, it, it'll grow. All it needs is room to grow or something like that. But they're talking yeah. about, too, how they were like, we, this is how we survive. There are like predators above and predators below. We stay here. We grow. We tended these, you know, plants. We kind of planted the seeds and stuff and just let them grow. And it's like, everything's fine. And this is how we survive. We have food caches and weapon stores and da 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 da. And I'm like, they're warriors, but now they're also like, I don't know what the word is. Like, you know, like the, it, like this is changing their culture in theory, right? Like they're becoming like settlers and farmers. You know what I mean? Like, well, they have to that's kind of cool. They have to adapt. Yeah. But it's really cool that they can like, they're bringing life or supporting life back to their planet. Reminds me of Wally. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, And then the armor is like, hey, reinforcements are on the way. Here we come. And then they're like, let's go. And I was like, weren't you guys going to rest? Why did you come here? Just to show her the plant. And then you guys are like, all right, let's go back. <laughs> and then they go back. I thought that was funny. Uh, I'm going to pretend that hours took place between these two things. Maybe not. Uh, don't worry about it, Sal. It's not a big deal. Okay, so then he gets there. Huh? Yeah, like they were like, we have to hide here. And re- this is where we can like, da 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 da. I know a place where we can hide. And then like, he's like, hey, we grew some plants. And she's like, awesome. Let's go back to attack the base again. <laughs> We have now successfully hid for 10 minutes. I just thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. I, That's all. I, I mean, it felt... The the show itself, or like the episode itself, didn't feel rushed, but like they were low on time. Uh, it definitely did. Yeah, no, everything like happened like really cool. But like when I'm watching it, I'm not questioning it. But then like when I'm talking about it now and thinking about it, I'm like, wait, weren't they going back to like rest? And they, yeah, okay. They were like, I'm good now. I have flown for 10 minutes and stretched my bod. <laughs> okay. Smell the flowers. Mm-hmm. Smell the flowers. Smell this is beautiful. Smell the roses. Thank you for giving me inspiration to fight. <laughs> and then so they go back and she's got the dark saber. And then this fool's in the room with Gideon. Lil Moff Gideon. And the Praetorians come in. And he's so pissed that they killed his clones. Which is what I, oh. See, if we were recorded last week, I had questions about the clones because I was like, if he's doing his own thing and he says at the end of the episode, he's like, all they needed was me. I was like, is he did he clone himself? Is he all of these troopers? I think you said that. when Ronner. Yeah. But and I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. I was right, but nobody will know it. But I think actually I did a live stream with Sith List and I said it there. So it's on record that I had a prediction. Good job. I'm literally me. a witness. Okay. Oh, yeah, you too. Yeah, but nobody's going to believe you. You're my family. We have ulterior motives. You can be like, look how correct we are. Also, listen to us do math. Um, so then he's fighting the Praetorians. Or no, the Praetorians start chasing, like, Grogu. Grogu. And then, like, but he's like, no. And he, like, stops him. Man, and they suck. They couldn't even kill a baby. Well, he's fast. He's they're not trained to fight little fat. Like this is this is like three people with guns trying to kill a cockroach. 
No. Uh, they did not succeed. That is true. Uh, but it was fun. They did destroy IG-12, though. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Well, he's fine. Right. Not for long. I mean, we'll get there. Um, the armor is flying around hitting people with a hammer. Uh, I have been saying <laughs> yeah, it how many episodes. And I love it, and I'm horrified of it. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I, like, I love that for her, but I also, like, I still worry for her safety. In these situations, we need to get her a gun. We need to have an invention. And I kind of want to, like, I'm thinking it lets, like, maybe we can get a compromise. Can we just get her a blaster that shoots hammers? So she's that one, like... Like a ha- hammer brother? Hammer brother. They're called the hammer bros. Um, no, I, I like her beating up people with her hammers. Mm-hmm. I think her having a sword, or sorry, a gun is too powerful. Especially if it shoots hammers. You'll have to talk to Ezra about that. Why? Because he can make lightsabers gun. Oh, okay. I mean, I definitely, she's the armor. I feel like she should be designing something, but okay. Um, Yeah, there's so much good stuff, like Bo-Katan stabbing people with a darksaber in the air. Um, all kinds of like jetpack to the ground with knee slides and like knocking people down. This is all great stuff. And then the Praetorians chasing this little cockroach that is Grogu uh, until they finally like knock the thing out and the thing falls on him and you're like, oh no, he got crushed. He got hit. He's down. Um, but Bo-Katan lands and like starts fighting Gideon and is like, go save your kids. So like, this is where Din gets to go. Start. And again, everyone calls like him his kid. Mm-hmm. And like when they're talking to Grogu, they're like, "Yeah, your dad." Like it's so accepted. And only uh-huh. you know afterwards is when Mando's like, "Maybe, maybe I can adopt him." Really? Mm-hmm. You're just now thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said. It's, he's like, "Well, I mean, if it's just like the, if I have to make it official, then fine." <laughs> you know. I'm like, yeah, it's his kid. Like, he doesn't have to say it, but I know. Yeah, he he put it on paper. He got the government involved. <laughs> the Mandalorian government. Uh-huh. Uh So like, the the ship is coming down, and Axe is like, I'm gonna crash into the base, and they're like, cool. And then it's like, Bo is facing off with the dark saber, and he's like, with Gideon again, and he's like, are you gonna quit? And she's like, no, this time I'm going to kill you. And like, we're taking back Mandalore. Da, 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 da. And he crushes the Darksaber. Yeah, Didn't see that coming. Like, Vader arm. Mm-hmm. But also, like, that was kind of cool. He's like, you Mandalorians in here. You're nothing without your toys or something like that. Which is so dumb because he's using a whole, like, yeah, toy. Yeah, like, he's using the best toy that he upgraded so he could fight with these people. It was very, like, a... Uh, kind of like the way i think about iron man like iron man's not really good at things he just has a really powerful suit like a captain america is good at fighting and strong (laughs) you know what i mean like if you think about things like that like some of like the other mandos can fight and i'm like why does moff gideon think he's so good it's like oh because his suit can bench like 500 pounds or something which again he's like yeah you would you guys like gadgets stuff and it's like him using just like he hit, he uses his entire body gadget. Mm-hmm. 
entire body gadget. <laughs> like literally the same thing that they're using, but like try with as much upgrades as he could imagine to try to beat them. Uh, he's like, it's Beskar armor. Haha, just like theirs. But except they're better than me, so I'm going to make it really strong. <laughs> um, so Axe is like, I'm going to crash it and then flies out the window, which was great for him because we were all holding our breaths for that. Um, Din. Well, I I'm was sorry. like, finally, you're smart. Get out of there. Yeah, that he did it. He aimed the ship. It was done fighting all the other guys. He just aimed it at the base. Uh, Grogu and and Din beat the Praetorians, but there's some really cool like fight stuff, and then also like the little like Grogu slightly Grogu stopping people. Them? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're fighting him, and pulling their weapons. Yeah, and then <laughs> they're about to kill him, and Grogu's like, no, <laughs> like slightly misdirecting them. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then they come for him. He's like, no, pushes you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so it was cool that he got involved with the fighting, but not really, but like a little bit, but it was, it was good. He wasn't too much of like a casualty. Like, yeah. Din but he didn't really have to worry about him. Losing. Yeah. Like, definitely. He probably did. But like, you know, like. But he was also like doing his own thing and participating in his own way. Like that was cool. I kind of thought that was like a cool idea, like for the suit that he could like run around and do stuff and they don't have to carry him around. Um. But he ended up like doing okay, even with the suit destroyed. Now that he spent a year and a half with Luke Skywalker doing front flips and levitating frogs. Two, two, excuse me, years. Excuse me, it is anywhere between zero and two years. Uh, um, so they crash the ship and they all hide behind the shield. And what Moff Gideon, issue? Moff Gideon roasts in his armor. I think. I don't know about that. You think it, I... you don't think? better but like also they didn't they never show the body so and i didn't see a body I, I, they showed his body on fire should have been fine in that shot well look Finn like was literally getting roasted by the commandos i think like hitting you fine. with a flamethrower for like two to three seconds at a time is different from like an exploding ship washing you engulfing you in flames if that makes any sense once again, I'm not a fire scientist, um, but it does feel different. Uh, and they did show him roasting, but now that we know that he's cloned himself an innumerable times, like the idea is that is he, that's not him or... I like how upset he was about it. Yeah. I was happy. Like, yeah, we didn't let them have their first breath. You are so correct. I just like how silly and crazy he was. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like he's always like very like so over the top and like in this one he was like even more over the top with his robot suit. Uh and then Grogu does the little like fire orb thing and she like he Grogu protects everybody. But like yeah, Bo has incredible. the shield in front. Like that was rad. Like Bo runs over to the to the kid and tries to put their shield in front. And I don't know if you watched the universe or seen clips. I've seen a lot of it, but I don't know clips of There's those character has like a shield kind of like bows where like it's on his arm like he can take it out it's bigger though um but he could also turn it into like a giant bubble and like bubble people to protect them hmm. and i not that i thought bow was gonna do that but i was like oh that reminds me of steven steven we they would have been fine 
Like, mm-hmm. they, they would have, that shield would have turned into a giant bubble. It would have been fine. But then Grogu made a bubble. I was like, okay, so there was bubbling. <laughs> Uh yeah. Now Grogu and um, and it was, he was funny. A little tired. He like sat yeah, down. but not like he didn't like pass out. Yeah. He was just like woo. Getting better Oof. and yeah. like more powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, powerful. But like <laughs> able better. to control it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because people were like, oh, I guess Kanan should have trained with Luke. <laughs> uh, because they were like he did the same thing, but he died kind of. And then I'm like, okay. no, you people are simplifying things. Like, that was two AT-ATs blowing up a fuel depot that he was on. And he was, like, holding the entire explosion back so that a ship with all of his friends could get away. It's not like a little bubble. This is not a bubble situation. <laughs> you know? Unless the bubble was really big. And then, presumably, the AT-ATs would just keep shooting. But he had to use all of his force to get the ship out. Yeah, because he, like, blocked everything back and then threw the entire ship out. But it's, like, way huger scale and two AT-ATs. <laughs> Until Grogu gets blind and brings back his un his sight, I don't want to yeah. hear it. Grogu made, like, a four by three bubble. <laughs> uh, Kanan held back, like, a, a four-story fuel depot explosion while two AT-ATs were firing into it and threw his friends away a half mile. Yeah. So, quite different. And got his eyesight back. Right. Boom. That was like, that was like super, super bonus. He like unlocked a new, he unlocked a new tech at the moment. Okay. So then there's like, that was it. Like, the thing blows up, all the Mandos get out. Um, everybody's okay, and, like, they destroyed the Imperial presence on Mandalore and Moff Gideon and returned to their planet. This episode is called The Return. They've reclaimed their ancestral home. Um, Blew it up a little bit. Okay. Well, it was hey, already pretty you, blown up. Well, do you think that there's any other places on Mandalore that's the same thing? Like, What do you mean? Like, what if Gideon has more than one base? Oh. He would have more than one base. Um, see, that I don't know. But I mean, no, it makes sense. Like, if he's churning out things, he's going to have a base of operations. He's not... There's nobody living there. You know what I mean? Like, he's there to... For the resources to use them to build himself an army. Or whatever, right? Um. So it's like, why... He wouldn't be, like, settling different areas. Oh, this is where I... This is going to be my base by the beach. This is going to be my base with the nice sunsets. Like, I think, like, military speaking, it his secret base, he only needs one. Yeah. Because he's not really settling the planet, you know. I presume there's a lot more of those, like, Mandos on airships that ski um, it, all over the place. So, like, probably by the end of this, they're going to find more Mandos. Uh, there was some people They're talking. Have to send some scouts out to yeah. save them. Yeah, more spies. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a little like initiate Ragnar. Little Ragnar gets to finish his his mask ceremony. <laughs> his name Ragnar. Yes. 
Um, no more dark saber, but I like that too. It's a very like, like you have everything you need. You know, it like they don't need it. You that's know? what I'm saying. They, like it sets the Mandalorians. Like it's this very old traditional thing, but also like it lets the Mandalorians let go of this sort of past that has ruled them, and often led them in wrong directions. Because it's like, oh crap, Maul has it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so they can sort of let that go and like lead in a different way, and then Grogu is like, oh, I sense a giant thing underwater. Well, anyway, he wanted to get baptized too. Oh yeah, so but, this is when he gets adopted. Yeah, this is when he gets adopted because you know the armor. Even though, like you know, you know, you think that they would be like a little looser with these traditions now that you know dark saber's gone and blah 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 mm-hmm. and like this is that, whatever. But like he's like, well, he cannot speak, and then mm-hmm. like Grogu's like. Like grumbling mm-hmm. and babbling, like in the subtitles, it's like babbling. And that's where um, he's like, "But his parents' permission, like it's fine, right?" And she's like, "Well, like, he well, doesn't have parents. What parent would want this non-speaking child?" Oh, <laughs> I, I could take him. What if I just adopt him? Oh, well then, then that we can do. Sign this paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be. And a... he is in Rogue. Excellent. Six hundred dollar processing so then fee. Din is his last. Name. I guess that's the clan Unless name. Just so it's like Din. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Din. Yeah, Din the second. <laughs> din Din. Uh. uh so the Mythosaur is still there, chilling. Um. Giant too. Yeah, they light the Great Forge. And so, like, that, now... That reminds me of... Uh, have you seen, like, people cooking on a wok? Mm, I guess. Are we counting so Panda Express? there's, like, a... What? But did you... Have you seen, like, the flame they use for it? I don't know. Maybe not. Like a jet pilot, like, like flame. Like, it's this giant, like, open flame. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminds me of, and I I was horrified of like turning them on in the Asian kitchens because like that's what we use we use a lot stuff they were just giant like open burners, um. But it was like me when I have to um, turn on the giant awful. And the forge is lit and like Mandalorian culture presumably shall return. Uh, and then the, the, we hang out back where the Adelphi Rangers hang out. And That's a picture. Ah. That's not a great picture, but looks rad. They're giant and like mm-hmm. they're scary because you have to put your whole hand in there to light it. Um, cool. Seems cool and good. <laughs> and it's also like a giant blue. Yeah. Like the super hot Whatever. one. Red. Uh, I, we still don't know where this planet is where the Adelphi Rangers just kick it all the time. 
and Carson. I a picture because I immediately saw Dave. Yeah, and his Cad Bane hat. Yeah, that was funny. Um, and like, did and he, he was in the scene the entire time too. Yeah, he was in the other one, but he was just like way on the other side and in the background, so you couldn't like see him that well. But like this time, he's like right next to everybody and the other ones too. It's like Fama Yu and Deborah Chow. Uh, so that's hilarious. Uh, did you see like Grogu walking in in this scene? <laughs> like the shot you have here of them walking in the door. Oh. Did you yeah. see his little feeties? He's like, <laughs> like his little oh, feeties yeah. were so funny. <laughs> As your, usual. Your mom yeah. died. <laughs> it was good times. Um, I can't tell if so. His feet are in the stack. Like it always seems like that because you never like really see them, but sometimes yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, they do go in, meet the guy. Grogu gets chicken nuggets. <laughs> is that what it is? Look like chicken nuggets. All right, that's fair. Look like chicken nuggets, and I'm sure Star Wars will let me know if they ever do. Mm-hmm. But I think you like mean I think you mean nuggets. fried tip Or like the yeah, pieces. they're like McDonald's fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They take an IG head. They're like, oh, I'll take that right there. And then also, like, you could probably just hire me to do some things. No, but, like, the the, the Republic <laughs> won't do it. I know, but you will. And then he goes back, and he's like, I give you a parcel of land. Here you go. And look, these guys fixed this. And check it out. And, like, it's IG-11, the new Marshal of Navarro. <laughs> and you're like, rad so cute and he got like an applause because you know they mm-hmm. they knew him like you know they had a whole statue of him a whole yeah, like they knew the story body statue mm-hmm. so like i thought that was so sweet i wish that like mando and them talked or something but like i like seeing him and he's all like repainted too yeah he's like marshall colored Yeah, that's like the little stripes. That's what's on Cobb Vance's belt. Yeah, the like red stripes. That's like the Marshall thing. Uh, and then you see like a, a din, the dins at their new house. Yeah. With like, like a, a little, little, little tree. Little house in Paris, California. <laughs> that I think of. Little like next. Well, that's cool. I want to build one like that then. Maybe that's where I shall retire to, sitting on my porch, sitting on my porch in full armor, with like Just little relaxing. Grogu capturing frogs, mm-hmm. spending the days away, and it like did the little like, unlike yeah, Grogu. I, yeah, I thought that was really cute, and that made me feel like, oh, okay, we're okay. This felt like the end, right? Like the end yeah. for real. And I, I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah. Like. I don't think it is. They've already said they're working on more seasons, but like, still, like, just as an end of this story and this chapter, I feel like that's a very good ending. I feel like, I don't know, but like, I feel like the next episode, the next, when the Mandalorian returns, it's going to be the Mandalorian and it's going to be about Bogotan or, or it's going to be about somebody else, I think. And maybe he'll be there, like, also, but I think, like, other characters are kind of going to drive the story. Although, to be fair, I think Bo-Katan really drove the story in this season. Well, it's you also, know. you know, the Mandalorian. Anyway. Yeah. And, like, the creators have kind of said that, or at least Favreau has said that. But I just like the, uh, like, I think that that's going to become a little more apparent. 
you know, because like you could say that the season was all about Bo Katan. A parrot. Ha ha ha! Well done. <laughs> oh, and now you can see all my theories on the super commandos, and how and I the think naked Victorian guards. Wait, what? Naked? Yeah, oh, the like, ones in rebels don't, that don't have don't capes. Have capes. <laughs> yeah, rebels don't have capes. Yeah, uh, but I like the I like I like Gar Saxon's super commandos so much better. I like the helmets. The rest of it's kind of whatever. I just like the helmets. And then I mentioned Brendel Hux already. Okay, we talked about the Praetorians. Uh, look, uh, people were very very snarky and happy and laughing on Twitter. Because, you know, I don't know if you have, you know, Lizzie been out in the world or the internet lately, but there have been lots of like, you know, YouTubers um, just, you? being, just being like, so you can fire Kathleen Kennedy and like cancel the prequels. I mean, the sequels, because like they're going to retcon them. And that's like what Filoni and them are doing. And now it's like, ha ha. Uh, also, Daisy Ridley is coming back to do a movie. Ha ha. <laughs> so I think people that hate the sequels are having a great, uh, totally normal week. And then they bring Praetorians and their precious Mandalorian and like cloning and all this stuff that ties into the sequel and Brendel Hux. <laughs> uh, so things like that, I uh, really enjoy that Star Wars is like, no, this is what Star Wars is. We do not care about silly people and their silly uh, cares and wishes. We said no current. Um, but yeah, I don't know. As we, I guess Ahsoka is going to be the next thing. The next live action thing. Other than like, I guess the next canon thing. No, Young Jedi Adventures is canon. But I think the next big series is going to be Ahsoka. Um, so until August, we got lots of cartoons. Okay. Ahsoka is supposed to come out in August. So that's only like four months away. That's like when I'm going back to California. Yeah, you, we might be able to watch it together the again. The whole semester. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey. But in a month, no, not even a month, crap, in like two weeks, we're going to get Young Jedi Adventures and Visions. So okay. that'll hold us, I think, um, for you a while. Do you think they're going to release all of Visions again? Y- yes, for sure. And I think they're going to release all of Young Jedi Adventures too. But like I said, the number of episodes and length of the episodes is still a mystery to me so i'm not sure how much uh you know like how much content we're going to be able to cut that up into because i'm gonna have to wait till i see it because i don't know what the format of that show is you know because if it's like bluey and there's like 10 minute episodes we might get 15 of them but we might that might only be like two podcasts but for 30 minute episodes we might have to break it up into like you know it, it, it's i have no idea I don't know. How do you feel, Lizzie? Pretty good. I, again, I'm pretty good with this, how this season ended. Yeah. You know, compared to like Bad Batch, it was nice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So the parent got to take their kid home and they're fine. Yeah. Look, maybe yeah, look at the, so maybe look at the end of this and then let's see how we feel at the end of Bad Batch season three. Because that's supposed to be the last one. And this very feel, it feels like a last one, even though we know it's not. Because they've already well, been like, there's going to be a movie and Ahsoka and it's all going to be connected and like Skeleton Crew and all this stuff. So, well, yeah. I'm glad for this. I feel, I felt very content. Good. 
But I still wish I saw a body for Gideon. But at this point, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. it's I feel like it's just going to be, if it does happen, like, it's going to be just a Palpatine situation. Okay. So, you know, I mean, if it happens, it yeah. happens. Can't stop it. I feel like I feel like we saw a body, but then I also feel like that doesn't matter when clones are involved. Yeah. Like that becomes a little more difficult. I so. think with the way that how mad he was that Din also I like that there's a destroy button. I like why did they put Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. There? Uh <laughs> let's see, how do I do this? Oh, uh kill all the clones. There we go. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> like, why was that a thing? <laughs> there we go. There it is. He didn't even need R5 for that one. Yeah. Like, that was good. This big red button. Kill the Gideon cloak. Sounds mm -hmm. good. And then I feel like, did it kill them? It just kind of like took away their water. Well, I think the that's how they stay alive. You know, because they're not like really alive yet. You know, I guess. They're in. Yeah, that's that's what it felt like. I didn't like the one that opened his eyes. Of course. Also, why didn't he? They make him younger. Like, why is it like the same age? I mean, you're probably getting into. I mean, it looked a little younger to me. I thought they did some little CG cleanup. Well, but... I think that's because it's in the water. Okay, I think you're getting into like real life <laughs> things of like I'm just saying, what they're if gonna I do. I was however old Gideon is. Right. I feel like I would have had a clone, like, during my prime time. And, yeah. Which is, like... You were, like, the person on Twitter who was, like, uh, why did he clone himself at 50? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's a fair thing. Right. But I'm, like, like I think the real life thing is, like, the act... That's how old the actor is. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> they just put him in water like, and modeled it after. the thing is to have cloned himself when he was, like... And kept him at his younger prime right. age. But you know what? That's then, a good you know, question. Because George Lucas casted it. some like little kid clones. And then he casted like a little bit younger clones. Remember the ones that were eating <laughs> in episode two? Like George Lucas kind of had that covered too. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe Moff Gideon was just like, you know what? I didn't reach my perfection until my 50s. Yeah, he's like, this is me perfect. Yeah, and besides, like, why do I need to work out? The suit, the suit can bench 500 pounds. Yeah. And he also modified yeah. them, too. So, like, it doesn't... At that point, like... Did he modify them? Yeah, he says, like, I modified them stronger. Oh, okay, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he wanted to give them the force, but he didn't. That yeah. was the last piece well, that he was trying so to he, do. Yeah, he modified them, and he was like, I only needed the last piece of them mm -hmm. to use the force kind of cool yeah and i was like oh okay that's why they need grogu mm -hmm. which like i they needed them mini glorious yeah but see like that kind of clears it up too for me a little bit as in like i've always wondered who well i guess i don't know if it really clears it up but i've always wondered who was after grogu who sent ig11 because ig11 was sent to kill grogu <laughs> And he wanted him for the blood, even if he accidentally got killed. He still wanted the body. Um, and then it's clear that he's doing his own stuff. So I wonder if, like, it's almost like a, a what's her name? Uh, Lamas uh, Tonwi? No. What's the one from Bad Batch? 
Yeah, Nala Say situation, how, like, they were all trying to get Omega back. I don't know how that came out of my head. Yeah, remember? They were all trying to get Omega back, except Fennec was trying to get her back just for Nala Say, like, separate from the others. So I think maybe the Empire was trying to get Grogu to do the experiments on, but Moff Gideon was trying to get him just for himself. You know what I mean? Like, separate from the Empire? Like, to find him first? To do his experiments? Yeah. Uh, I guess that still leaves the question of who was trying to kill Grogu. And I guess I still don't know. Well, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next time. We're going to be doing some... I got a lot of higher public books to get through. Um, phase two hit the fan with these this new these new set of uh, what wave two or whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of really really great stuff, and Hidden Empire is done. So maybe I should reach out to somebody who read all the comics, probably King Tom, um, about talking about Kira and how that whole thing shakes out. And Young Jedi Adventures and Visions. Oh, man. So much Star Wars. What a wonderful age we live in. All right. Where can people find you, Lizzie? They can find... Places? Nope. That's the wrong answer. <laughs> uh, Probably not places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or watch trailers or make... Um, uh, you can find Star Wars Geek Girl on StarWarsGeekGirl.com and Instagram and Tik, not TikTok, uh, Instagram and Twitter at like, uh, like at SWGeekGirl or at Star Wars Geek Girl. Um, yeah, and you can find the podcast wherever you listen to the Rogue Rebels. Sweet. Uh, you can check out the Rogue Rebels all over the place, theroguerebels.com. All socials at the Rogue Rebels, except Twitter, Rogue Rebels fam. Um, it's yeah, we're still on Twitter. I'm like a, you know, why are you still on? People ask like, why are you still on Twitter? People because I have. Mom. I've, I'm, I've learned. I'm cursed to use the weapons of my enemy. I've made my mind a sunless place. Uh. Oh come on, Luthen Rail. Um, I thought that was very clever. <laughs> it is very clever now that I know Blue it. Blue check marks for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this podcast is over. Good night, everybody. Is it over? Yes. Because I just said it.